Welcome back to the Patch Stack Weekly Security Update. This update is for week 33 of 2022. In this week's Knowledge Share, I will be discussing the practice of handling security bugs. I will then discuss only one insecure plugin in this week's vulnerability news. Unfortunately, the plugin did not receive a security patch for a serious security bug, so you may wish to be on the lookout if it is installed on your websites or customer websites. Now onto this week's weekly knowledge share, where I'm going to be talking about the practice of handling security bugs. Mature security is always going to be a practice, a practice of handling security bugs and improving your process. This practice is more than just writing the patch. It starts with how reports are received, how they are handled, triaged, and prioritized. Then comes the work of patching, and finally, communicating to your users. This practice sounds a lot like a process, but I use that word practice intentionally because it helps imply that the process is something that we are learning while doing, reflecting on and improving each time. Processes, on the other hand, are more hard set, while practices, I believe, are more flexible. The key to perfection comes through practice. When I see an open source project that accepts and quickly patches even low-risk security bugs, I see a project that is prepared to handle even the biggest of issues when or if they come up. The inverse, though, when projects dismiss low-risk bugs, mark them as won't-patch issues, that leaves me concerned that those developers are more invested in discrediting or dismissing the report instead of looking at it as an opportunity to practice. And this could lead those projects to be ill-prepared if or when a critical bug is reported against the project. Here's another fun fact. When a project is patching their low-risk security bugs, that shows me two things. Number one, the project patches all security issues, even the low-risk one. Two, the project may have already patched all of the high-risk bugs, and only a long tail of low-risk security bugs exist, and those are being taken care of. So the next time you see an open-source project with a lot of little security bugs being patched in the change logs, you should be thinking, wow, these developers really do take security seriously. Let's go ahead now and hypothesize a process, which we can use as a practice for any open source project who needs to patch a security bug. First, we start with how to receive a report, because everything starts with receiving a report about a bug. This could be through private channels or public, and I recommend the private channel for security bugs for obvious reasons. But you need to make sure that you've communicated with security researchers how to contact you privately if they wish to communicate security bugs. If you don't share with researchers where and how to report security bugs privately, then those bugs might just end up being shared publicly. Publicly sharing security bug reports can be dangerous, but I understand the frustration as a security researcher that when a project doesn't provide any way for us to communicate privately, you simply need to let them know any way possible. PatchStack recommends that all open source projects have a vulnerability disclosure process. I've talked about this before, right here on the PatchStack weekly episodes, 
I think it was titled something about open source vulnerability disclosure policies. We want to see more open source projects have vulnerability disclosure policies. And if you run an open source project and you need some help with running a vulnerability disclosure policy, please let us know and we'd be glad to help. Next up is triage or prioritization. Once you have received a security bug report, you still need to review it and verify that it's accurate both technically and for any claims of severity. Not all vulnerabilities are the same. During this triage review process, you should be confirming the risk level. There are many factors that you should consider, such as, is the security bug being actively exploited? Can unauthenticated users perform the attack? Would a successful attack lead to complete compromise? But most important of all, does the proof of concept that was sent to you by the security researcher actually work? You may need to have a little back and forth with them, but dependent on those first three factors, that tells you the risk level. You may need to prioritize the work a little faster or a little slower. If you answered yes to the first three questions, you certainly need to be doing it very quickly. But if you answered no to any of them, you get a little bit more time. Now that we've prioritized the work, we can move on to writing the patch. Be careful not to get tunnel vision here. Security bug reports are not the same as security audits. Commonly, only one security bug is reported, but similar bugs may exist in the code base. So take a little extra time and look around. See if you can find the similar bug elsewhere in the code base or other bugs that may exist in that exact same place. Once you have written, validated, confirmed, and pushed the patch, now comes the time for communication. When it comes to security patches, users need to know that they need to patch. This is why communication is key. Be sure that your change logs reflect that the release includes a security bug fix. No matter how low or high risk that security bug patch is, having a history of being proactive when it comes to communicating security is how a project can show that they have a mature security model. Now onto the final step, an important one. We need to reflect. Remember to review what worked and what did not. Remember, this is a practice, not a process. Things can change. We can revise our steps to remove or improve problem points and prepare to repeat the steps again next time. With a little effort here, it'll be better each time we practice proper security bug patching. Now, I have to admit something. Handling security bugs takes time. And I suspect that not all open source projects have that time available. One way projects can save a lot of time is to partner with someone experienced in the practice of handling security bug reports. Someone like Patchdeck. So if you know of or you own an open source project that maybe needs some help with handling security bug reports, please reach out to Patchdeck and we would be glad to see how we can help. And now onto this week's vulnerability news, where I will be covering only one vulnerable plugin named Single Sign-On Client. The Single Sign-On Client plugin unfortunately received no patch for an authentication bypass security bug from its developer this week, and it appears the developer may be missing in action. The support forms for the plugin include at least one user asking for an update, asking for help about this issue, and they have not received a response in over a month. I hope the developer does return to help their users, but until then, 
all I can do is recommend users of the simple single sign-on client plugin, remove the plugin from their website, and find another solution before hackers can weaponize the security bug into a working exploit. Now onto this week's thanks and appreciation section. This week, I have to send a big thank you out to all of the developers and open source developers who have a positive practice of patching security bugs in their code base. All bugs, big and small, security or not, should receive a patch. And you know that it not only secures your code and makes your project better, but it improves who you are as a developer and shows your users that you are willing to put in the work to earn their trust. I will be back next week with more security tips, tricks, opinions, and news on the Patchstack Weekly Security Update. Thank you.